0: Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sayla for Guidelines for Living.
1: For the individual who believed that his giving was strictly a private matter, only between God and himself, a lot of what Jesus said when he was here on earth must have been quite disturbing. Author Randy Alcorn says that about 15% of everything that Jesus said has to do with your possessions and what you do with them. So why was what Jesus said so disconcerting to people? Repeatedly, he urged people not to give money to him personally, but rather to give to the poor and needy, and thereby have treasure in heaven. Consider some of these statements. To the man identified only as a rich young ruler, he said, "'One thing you lack. Go sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven.' Forget investing wisely so you could give more later, or setting aside enough that you could endow the local college. Jesus thought there was a connection between giving away what you have and having treasure in heaven. Or what of the time Jesus observed the poor widow who put two small copper coins in the temple offering box? Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all of them meaning the steady flow of individuals who contributed, expecting praise for their generosity. On another occasion, he talked about a man, apparently a good businessman, who tore down his barns to build bigger ones. Then Jesus spoke of him as a fool, because he didn't realize what he had accrued stayed behind when he died, leaving him spiritually impoverished. Jesus taught that the more you give away— the more you have in the currency of heaven, which can never be taken from you. With very unworldly wisdom, he said the more you give, the larger will be the shovel or the measure of what God gives back to you, because God is debtor to no one. Here's the text. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Jesus was speaking metaphorically. So says the person who has never experienced the strange mathematics of turning loose of that which has the greatest grip on your life, your wealth. On another occasion, Jesus spoke warmly and intimately to the disciples. He said, Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. Speaking of the flock and the kingdom, in the same sentence mixes metaphors. But he whose mission was to show lost sheep how to get back to the Father's kingdom could well speak of both. The flock, of course, was a picture of sheep, In need of a shepherd. And he asserted he was the good shepherd who knows the voice of his sheep. And the kingdom, of course, implied that there is a king who can give the subjects of the kingdom whatever he chooses. But there is a connection between turning loose of what most people cherish the most air, your wealth and your security, to be rich in joy and blessing in the Father's kingdom. Your attitude towards money tells a great deal about your true wealth, not the stocks and bonds you have or the bottom line of a financial statement, but whether or not you are free to give sacrificially and generously, that you may indeed be rich in God's kingdom, in His time and His place. Strange math, friend, but that's how it works.
0: You've just heard Guidelines for Living. Visit givetoguidelines.org and become a partner in sharing hope and encouragement in Christ with others around the world. That's givetoguidelines.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again for Guidelines for Living.